But let's get right into today's topic. I'm so excited. Steve Paulette, let's listen. Let's listen to Greg Knoll talk about how the world changed, the mindset changed, when everyone saw Bob McTavish from Australia go up the face of a wave. Let's go to number 10. It was not only a change in the way people surf, but in the mindset, and I don't know, I can't, it was just, it was just a huge goddamn change. To me, McTavish was definitely the guy that, that broke the spell or started the ball, kicked the ball in the ass and got it rolling down the hill. And then all hell broke loose. All hell broke loose. I want you to hear Bob McTavish talk about how he came to Hawaii, the mecca for surfing, for the first time in the early 60s. And, and as he says it, he was actually disappointed in watching these beautiful waves only be ridden to go down the face of the wave. He was disappointed. The nerve of him to say that, as we say at Cedars, the chutzpah, for him to say that about the Hawaiian surfer. Let's go to number one. Well, being in Hawaii and being so disappointed with the Hawaiian heroes of how straight and stiff their surfing was, I was so disenchanted by the Hawaiian surfers and shapers. Their boards were so big, now, 10-6 was a baby, you know, and 11-footers and 11-6s were pretty standard. These guys were taking off, doing one turn, one big slow turn, and going straight. And go, how disappointing, you know, like, especially to see more than that, you know? And you may ask yourself, how does a game-changing idea come about? Well, for many people, it's in a dream. My very first patent for using ultrasonic tools to break up cement, prostheses that were in bone with cement, was because my wife made me go to the dentist. But it was that night, two in the morning, I woke up and said, I'm in a dream. And I saw to use dental tools in my world of orthopedic surgery. Listen to McTavish tell you how he came up with the whole idea of going up the face of the wave on a shorter board. It was a dream. Number two. When I saw those waves in Hawaii, what we were riding, I wanted to surf Sunset Beach. I wanted to be able to go and crank and use the vertical face instead of just taking off and going in a straight line running across the wave. I really wanted to work the face. So I had this dream one night as I was riding this board. It was about eight feet long and it was stubby and I could see, my, I woke up in, after the dream with it clear in my mind, I can still see it now, of this climbing and dropping on a big eight to ten foot wave and climbing on the face like this. And I woke up and went, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a surfboard that can do that. It sounds like Ed Bradley interviewing Bob Dylan. How did you come up with the song, Blowing in the Wind, he asks him. And Bob Dylan says, it just came through me in an instant. I was just the vehicle for the song. Are you kidding me? But yeah, that's how it happens. It's already packaged. You see the idea. I can't wait to ask Steve Richmond. How did the Milwaukee Souls all come about? Who was the engineer who went to sleep one night and dreamed it up? Let's go to number three. The murmur on the beach was, McTavish and Nat are here with those strange boards. I wonder how they will go. You know, there was light chatter amongst the, the crew. So, so he was under pressure when he showed up at sunset for his heat. And everybody took a look at the boards and, and went, I don't think so. That's Bob Cooper, a legendary surfboard shaper. Let's go to number four. He took off on a wave, big, you know, took off behind the peak, 
big 10-foot West Bowl sunset, dropped down, laid that thing over on a rail. It was a turn heard around the world. Bob McTavish had carved a vertical track at Sunset Beach. Well, what happened is the board skidded almost three feet. And luckily for him, he had this big giant fin on a thing. It was like a Greeno-style fin that caught it at the bottom of the thing. And then the board went vertically right back up the face. Mm. Here's more from Jerry Lopez, number five. Everybody held their breath at that moment because he went, drew a line on that board that no one still standing on a surfboard had ever drawn before. Mm, number six. It wasn't so much about of the board, it was the idea that you could ride a shorter board. They had never considered that. Uh, because technically, you can't hang 10 on a short board. You can't do the beautiful poses, the, the stable walks, the drop any turns. So this is a whole style concept that you had to toss out and go, okay, what can we do on these little things? Mm. Number eight. After that, everything changed, and you know, people wanted to start drawing those kinds of lines. Instead of going straight across the way, they wanted to go up to the top and come back down and go back up again. And here comes the best soundbite of all, because when they describe the game changer, this surfer says, it looked like the clappers. <laughs> Listen to this one. And by the way, this is Mike Perry, a local shaper. When, Ma, when Bob McTavish came to California with that short board to Rincon, one of the greatest waves in the world here near Santa Barbara, near Ventura. Number nine. The word that week, just that week alone, had come down that McTavish was up there and he was surfing and he was surfing unbelievably well. We're parked on the highway. It's foggy. It's kind of a funky day, but the size is there. It's glassy. And this guy came weaving in from outside around the corner of the point, right into the first part of the point, just against the grain, against the grain. Whack, whack, whack. Never seen surfing like that, ever. Completely not what we'd been trained up to do. Wasn't riding the nose. He was just shredding the hell out of it. Cut everything down, modified the whole deal, took away the radical V bottom, pulled the tail in, kept it flat, just had a very slight, soft V in the tail. Uh, and that board went like the clappers. <laughs> it went like the clappers. <laughs> Love it. All right, coming up next, I want to share with you the revolution, the game changer in art, what Claude Monet did. But you'll hear it from sister Wendy Beckett. She has a lisp. She doesn't have a perfect voice. But listen carefully to how she, he, she describes the art world, the game changer. Coming up next on the Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 ESPN.